We have Game Awards Recap. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity Podcast, episode number 128. I'm Jeff James. With me, as always, the incredible, unobtainable, luscious Brody Faults. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing decent. Decent? Decent. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been rough. I mean, last night, obviously, we stayed up way too late watching Game Awards, <laughs> uh, which is something that we'll obviously bring up because we just talked way too long during Game Awards, and the Game Awards themselves are just way too long in itself. So, Indeed you know, they are. there is that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I'm, I'm doing okay. How about, uh, are, you, are you all right? You good? I'm, you good? I'm good, man. I'm yeah. Are you tired? Good. Uh, No, because I actually had to stay up last night anyway, so I slept most of the day. Oh, I'm, right. I'm going in on nights today. That's so. right. That's right. That's right. Yep, 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 yep. Yarp, 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 yarp. All right, well, cool, guys. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Diggity Podcast. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube, Diggity. Um, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, hit the subscribe button. And also, tell your friends that we are available where all good podcasts are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Deezer, Radio Public. Did I miss one? Stitcher. Yes. There we go. And Anchor. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> and Anchor. We're on Anchor now, so there we go. Um and uh, and yeah, please uh, tell your friends, family, aunts, uncles, nephews, nieces, whatever. Doesn't matter. Just uh, everybody. Get, just get tell the them all. Tell your dog, bro. Tell your dog. Yeah. Your dog would like listening to us. Cool. Uh, Jeff has a soothing voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting kind of format for this show, just because there's so much stuff. We're, we are going to kind of roll through the Game Awards winners, not incredibly fast, but we're going to try to roll through it in a decent manner. <laughs> Because there's a lot, um, and then um, we'll also discuss uh, what we both said or thought would win and what actually ended up winning, uh, which is some pretty big surprises there actually through the night. Yeah, so. we we did not guess very well at all. Uh, no, <laughs> just spoiler alert there. <laughs> no. All cool. right, so I'll uh, I'll start over, or I'll start with the. I'll, uh, start, the game I'll start over. Let's just do this again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll start off. With the uh, the Game Awards winners, so first off, uh, Game of the Year, the big one here. Uh, so Jeff said The Outer Worlds was going to win. I said Resident Evil Two Remake was going to win. Both were decent guesses. Very decent guesses. I mean, out of five, we still got them wrong because Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice won. <laughs> uh, for best action game, Jeff said Modern Warfare. I said Modern Warfare. Devil May Cry Five won. Surprising, but good. I mean that that's a good game. I'm I'm content with that one uh action adventure game jeff said legend of zelda Link's awakening i said resident evil 2 also went to Sekiro shadows die twice crazy uh, best art direction uh jeff said Link's awakening i said Link's awakening uh we were wrong it's control <laughs> control won that one as well <laughs> we were uh, wrong <laughs> audio design jeff said modern warfare i said control it was actually modern warfare on this one so jeff Jeff gets a point for that. Uh, best community support. We both said Destiny 2. And it was, in fact, Destiny 2. Uh, family game. We both said Luigi's Mansion. And it was, in fact, Luigi's Mansion. Boom, uh, baby. Best fighting game. We both said Smash Bros. <laughs> Ultimate. This is so easy. <laughs> and it was Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, that, those were the easy uh, ones. Yeah. Uh, fresh indie game. Jeff said Untitled Goose Game. I yes. said Outer Wilds. 
Uh, it was actually Disco Elysium. I greatly underestimated how much the community loves Disco I did, Elysium. I did as well because I thought the, the Goose game was going to win it, bro. Yeah. For it, sure. It took the world by storm. Um, but apparently not the Game Awards by storm. Uh, best game direction. Uh, Jeff said Resident Evil 2. I said Control. It was actually Death Stranding. Uh, games for Impact, which was uh, presented by Reggie, our man Reggie. And he had a very nice Woo! speech there before this. But uh, Jeff said Life is Strange 2. I said Life is Strange 2. It was actually Grease. Uh, independent game. Jeff said Untitled Goose Game. I said Untitled Goose Game. And again, Disco Elysium. Uh, mobile game. We both said Call of Duty Mobile, and it was, in fact, Call of Duty Mobile. <laughs> Easiest one, and we got it right. <laughs> That's right. We didn't mess that up. Uh, multiplayer game, we both said Modern Warfare, and actually Apex won that, yeah, that uh, which was kind of surprising was to me. Stunning. I was I was a little shocked by that. I mean, maybe Consider there's me a really... Shooketh. Maybe there's a really, really, really grand community for that that just, like... There must be. ...loves the hell out of it. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I was thinking we were getting to the point where you know a lot of these battle royales were not going to be winning these awards anymore you know, despite them being popular i figured they're not necessarily the most beloved i don't know apparently not uh narrative jeff said control i said death stranding this one went to disco elysium three which, three time winner bro now yeah, right now, now we're counting yeah up until uh, this portion so for this first half of the game awards again these are not in in the order they were presented there were some in the pre-show it was just kind of <clears throat> They're, they're all over the place. I don't know how exactly they figured out. Uh, we did not do very well. We missed the majority <laughs> new, of dude? them. What's new? <laughs> but uh, there were some surprising winners there. Uh, some games that, I mean, I'm absolutely surprised that Sekiro won this. Um, just because it is kind of a game that is not approachable to a lot of people who play games. Um, it, it's a, a very brutal game. It's like a... a um, a Dark Souls-esque game. Mm -hmm. So I was very, very surprised to see this win Game of the Year. I'm not opposed to it. I think it looks fantastic. I didn't play it, as I've said before, because Dark Souls-type games are not my kind of games. I get very frustrated very easily and something like that. Um, but there was a lot of wins from uh, some smaller games and studios and stuff. I mean, like Disco Elysium, that's, that's uh, an indie game that, I mean really won a lot of good stuff so i'll be selling a lot of copies now for sure oh absolutely like so, crazy yeah cool. so i'll let you take over the second half here yes all right um so second half of all this starts with the best ongoing game uh which is an interesting category because obviously games have now changed to going on forever uh i said destiny 2 brody said final fantasy 14 the winner Fortnite, which was kind of surprising to us but also not you know whatever this was Cool. This was the most awkward award of the yeah, entire event. It wasn't a lot of clapping. No one was clapping. <laughs> it was so yeah, bad. It was a little sketch. Um, then best performance was, uh, I, I, sorry, I said Norman Reedus. Brody also agreed with me and said Norman Reedus for Death Stranding. Well, a Death Stranding individual still won, uh, but it was uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, best role-playing game, I said The Outer Worlds. Brody also said The Outer Worlds. Disco Elysium goes to again. Another one. Wild, dude. Uh, score and music. Uh, I said Kingdom Hearts three. Brody said Sayonara Wild Hearts. Both good guesses. I would say Sayonara Wild Hearts is honestly a lot more good. I gooder, thought it was going to be gooder. Death Stranding one. 
It's Moving on. Yeah. Sports racing game. Uh, I said FIFA 20. Brody said Crash Team Racing. Uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel was the was the winner, which is insane. Uh, obviously nostalgia, the nostalgia, man. Uh-huh. It's a huge factor, but uh, holy crap. Uh, I moving think I on. played it one oh. evening, and that's it. I think I've maybe played it once or twice. <laughs> but it's a winner, baby. <laughs> it's a winner. Um, your strategy game uh, uh, genre, I I got confused on this. I said Wargroove, but I kind of wanted to change it last time. But Brody said Fire Emblem Three Houses. Fire Emblem Three Houses won. That's a big winner. For the VR AR game, uh, I said Trover Saves the Universe. I just thought because of Rick and Morty, you know, big following there. Uh, yeah. Brody said Beat Saber. Beat Saber took it. Obviously, Beat Saber's massive now. Um, oh, yeah. For Content Creator of the Year, I said Ewok would have won it, which if uh, anyone's listening or watching right now, definitely go watch Ewok um, after the podcast because she's fantastic. Um, and Brody said Shroud, and your winner was Shroud. Uh, it's for, a mixer move, baby. Yeah, for Best Esports Coach, uh, I said Grabs, Brody said Grabs, and Zonic was the winner. So we have no idea. Uh, about esports coach, nor do we to begin with, but this just affirms it. Uh, esports event, I said League of Legends World Championship. Brody did as well, and obviously League World Championship won. Uh, the esports game of the year, I said League of Legends. Brody also did, and we got like, League of Legends. Uh, esports host, uh, I said Golden Boy. Brody said Golden Boy, and uh, Scotch was your winner. So that was neat. Wasn't uh, it pronounced socks? Or something Sox weird like that. I don't know. I didn't know Scots. how to even say it until know. last night when they said it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, esports player. We both said Bugga and uh, Bugga one or Booga one, Booga Bugga whatever. Uh, esports team. I said G two. Brody said G two. Well, guess what? G two won. Most of our points accumulated at the very end on what were possibly really easy i mean all our points that we had were really easy <laughs> the there's like easy, there's like easy two or three that were like blessed upon us somehow um we had eight ties which that's cool uh and there were 29 categories in total for the uh for the uh, uh game awards which leads me to my thing uh too many categories a lot of categories yeah we- the fact that we only got 12, or I got 12 right, you got nine right, and eight of them were simply because of ties is uh, really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's... Not, not great. Not uh, great. Yeah, it was, uh, and we'll get into this more at the end of the episode, but there's so, so many announcements and so many um, awards, and we talked about it last year. I mean, a lot of the esports stuff most people don't really care about. I mean, I, I think it's good that they're promoting esports, and I, I think it's a great thing, but it just feels weird. Maybe have the pre-show be your esports area, which they do to an extent, uh, and then kind of get a lot of your other things elsewhere. I mean, because one of them was uh, best performance was in the pre-show, which I found kind of odd, especially when that's a chance to get, you know, a huge, huge uh, – actor up on stage which i don't think he was there and i think that might be part of the reason um is because you know they they or they aren't gonna have it uh kojima come up and accept that instead but uh or they could have but they didn't uh and another one was i think it was the not necessarily the sound design but i think it was the music actually the uh the score and music was actually in the pre-show as well which seems like an odd choice the pre-show just i mean 
too many categories that there has to be a pre-show where they give out awards. It's I just like just ditch it. Just I, ditch I, it. The the whole idea of having a pre-show that starts at eight thirty and then the actual show starts at, <laughs> at nine, nine is bizarre to me anyway. <laughs> Then the it's show's it's all actually, the same fucking show. It's just yeah. the show, <laughs> right? I don't know. I I don't I don't fully understand or or get it. But oh, I get it. It's advertising. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, there was there was plenty of advertising throughout this yes. thing. Yes, there was. An which is fine. Whatever. Amount. You know, obviously they build it up so that they can keep building yeah. up the 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 audience. Right. right. I, I, <laughs> Jeff's not gonna be happy until it's like a seven hour event. <laughs> it's a day. <sighs> it's just a day. Devote a whole day to watching the game awards. By the end of of last night, we were all losing our f- our minds just completely. Oh, all you f- could watch a stream us. and watch humans degrade over time. <laughs> By the easily. end of it, we're all just. Holding it was our like heads a. It was like a study. <laughs> Jeff is getting up and wandering around. <laughs> yeah, Ethan's pacing. saying stupid stuff. <laughs> it was a mess. It was a it mess. Was. Uh, but anyway, we'll move on to some of the announcements. I think overall, uh, the the awards didn't go the way I thought they were going to go. I think there was some really good winners <laughs> there, but uh, oh, clearly we were wrong on a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll chat about what we thought. I guess of announcements after we you want to yeah. talk about them, and we'll do it after. Yeah, we'll get to the announcements. Yeah. Uh, so first off, we had Marvel Ultimate Alliance three and. By the way, these are not in any exact order because it's very hard to track all this down. And I'm not going to rewatch the entire thing. So <laughs> I, I got all of the announcements, but they're not in the same order they were announced. So Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, X-Men Rise of the Phoenix DLC. Uh, this adds four new characters, uh, Phoenix, Gambit, Iceman, and Cable. Uh, it looked like this was like step two of the expansion pass that they sold. Uh, next up, we had No More Heroes 3, which was another look at a game that was announced during E3. Uh, it was kind of confusing. We had to look this up beforehand because we weren't sure. It looked like there was two games here. One of them that was announced was looked like it was called Goddamn Superhero. Uh, <laughs> but turns out that's actually just the villain for this game, I assume. Um, and they afterwards showed off Travis Touchdown, the, you know, the character of the No More Heroes series. And uh, this trailer seemed to focus mainly on setting up the story. Uh, did not give us a release date or even a release window at that um, but look kind of cool. I'm interested enough, I guess. I've never played any of the games. Uh, Xbox Series X. The next Xbox was announced last night at the Game Awards, which is awesome. absolutely wild. I, I never in a million years would have guessed that. Uh, we don't know a ton about it other than it looks like a PC tower cut in half. Clear Xbox. <laughs> What's that? It looks like a Kleenex box. It looks like a Kleenex box. I do actually um, have some info in terms of okay. measurements that I found today from Windows. Yeah, I, I did see some measurements, uh, but it will be arriving in holiday 2020. Go ahead and give yeah. me those measurements, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, <clears throat> you have a USB-A port interior, okay, uh, inside of the in the bottom. Just one port on the, on the bottom right, okay? That's been distinguished. Uh, it stands 12.28 inches tall. Okay, so 12 and a half. Or when we were at your house, what, we stacked, what, three, three and a half controllers? Yeah, tall, we figured it like was that. about three and a half controllers um, tall or two and a half and then, or something. Yeah, and then it's uh, 6.18 inches wide. Um, yeah, I mean, three and a half controllers tall, one and a half control or one controller wide. And, and 
Yeah. The controller doesn't look like it changed any other than uh, the D-pad's a little bit different. It kind of adds, like, a mixture of the Elite D-pad as well as, like, uh, it's a combination of the Elite D-pad as well as the uh, regular controller D-pad. And then uh, it looks like there's a share button uh, is what everybody's guessing, at least, that it is, uh, right in the middle uh, in between your select and menu buttons. Right, uh, and and they're they've some people on Windows Central. I mean, take this with a grain of salt, but they're saying that you know the processors obviously they're custom AMD Zen two based CPU, yeah. um, eight core at uh, three point six gigahertz, uh, and then you've got a custom made AMD Navi based GPU with twelve teraflops. It's gonna have sixteen gigs of RAM. 13 gigs of that is going to be guaranteed for game developers based on uh, some dev kit stuff. Uh, the storage, which is the biggest thing, is an NVMe SSD, um, which has read speeds of anywhere up to 2 gigs a second. So Damn. if you do the math on that, that would virtually eliminate load times. I mean, yeah. things would not have to load, essentially. Uh, your video yeah. output is uh, 8K and 4K at 120 hertz. It's going to have an optical drive, obviously, this version of it um, by the design, uh, which will be accepting a 4K Blu-ray, which might have archived disk technology, which can get up to like 120 gig disks, which is kind of crazy. Um, for ports on the back, unknown. Have no idea what's on the back or the bottom of this thing. Um, I'd love it if it had, I was thinking about this today, if the bottom actually opened up on the back, kind of like how the switch has that, how the flap opens up, just to hide the cables. Mm -hmm. You know, and then bunches yeah, them together. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really nice to have. Something that would like be cool. That. Um, uh, I'm glad. That's I'm it. glad they didn't change the controller too much. It looks very, very similar. I love the Xbox One controller. I don't see how you improve from where it's at personally. Um, so yeah. I'm glad they're keeping it predominantly the same. Which they, I mean, they have 360 wasn't too drastically different from the Xbox One. Um, no, so just quality it's nice. of buttons. Right. So. I, I yeah. I hope they improve the the quality of the controllers a little bit. But the um, D pad too. I don't really care. I personally am actually excited about that. My because I use the uh, the curved uh, disc looking uh, D pad for my On Elite the, controller, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I love it. I don't know if it really makes much of a difference, but it's a lot easier to hit that awkward like those diagonal uh, spaces and such. Uh, but I, I use it a lot unless I'm playing like a platformer or something. Um, but th the first thing we actually showed or the first thing we saw after this was Senua's Saga Hellblade 2, which really showed off uh, what the Xbox Series X can do because this was all in-engine uh, footage. And this was incredible looking. It oh, looked yeah. like a movie, uh, which... Obviously, this is the sequel to Hellblade, which is a narrative game that focuses on mental illness. Uh, this was an absolutely awesome trailer. It was so cool. I was really excited to see this. Uh, I didn't really get into the first game, but I really it made me want to go back and play the first game again and uh, kind of get a, a feel for it and then you know definitely play this one when it comes out. Uh, Control, they announced the, uh, the next part of DLC here, which is the Expeditions update. Uh, so this is a free update for Control that adds randomized in-game challenges and new customization options. Um, kind of one of those things that they're trying to extend the life of this game, which I'm all for. Uh, a new Bravely Default game, Bravely Default 2, was announced. Uh, this isn't quite a sequel to the first one, despite its name. Uh, this does look to be new characters in new places. Uh, so far we have Bravely Default and Bravely Default 
uh, Bravely Second, sorry, that was actually the sequel to the first game. Uh, so this is this is basically a new start, kind of a, a reboot of sorts. Uh, Godfall was also announced. Uh, this is a fantasy action RPG that has been announced as being a launch title for the PS5, uh, which was really cool to see. Uh, it will also be coming to PC through the Epic Games Store. Uh, this game is being described as a looter slasher, which is being published by Gearbox and developed by Counterplay Games. I'm really excited about this game as well. It looks very cool. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, got another trailer. Not a whole lot of new news, just more of the game. Uh, by the end of this or by the time this game actually comes out, we're going to know what the entire game and all of its cutscenes look like. Uh, Theros Beyond Death is an expansion to the Magic the Gathering that breaks the barrier between the world and Underworld. Had a really cool trailer to announce essentially a card expansion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Prologue, which is a player unknown game, which is bizarre, uh, that looks like it may be diving into why the entire island is empty and abandoned. Um, this game actually looked from the trailer, uh, which I assume is not what the game will look like, judging on what PUBG looks like. Uh, this this looked pretty good, actually. Um, it would be interesting to see some more some actual in-game footage and stuff as we get closer. Uh, Ruined King, a League of Legends story. Uh, so this is a turn-based RPG from the creators of Darksiders Genesis Airship Syndicate. Uh, so hopefully this goes better than Darksiders Genesis. Darksiders Genesis did because it got pretty mediocre reviews. Uh, so this is a first or the first single player League of Legends games to be shown off by Riot's new publishing label, Riot Forge. This looks really awesome as well. I'm all for the lore of League of Legends. Just pump it directly into my veins, which they tried to do. Uh, Humankind is a civilization-style game that lets you create your own character to conquer and lead the world. Uh, the game will release sometime in 2020 on Steam, uh, which obviously on PC, uh, Maneater, which <laughs> take revenge on people by playing as a shark and attacking people. They showed sharks jumping out of swimming pools, sharks flopping around on land trying to eat people, sharks evolving into, or de-evolving because they look like prehistoric creatures. It was just crazy stuff. Uh, interesting concept for a game for sure. And uh, last for my bit of announcements here uh warframe imperion uh so the long-awaited expansion got announced and released at the same time for pc uh one big thing that this expansion does add is co-op spaceship battles snap cool my turn taking on cool uh -huh. we got some uh sweet riot news sweet riot announcement for their newest thing forge um which is their little uh single story uh title uh which is convergence uh which is a league of legends story the second single player lol game announced during the game awards uh this one was a drastically different art style than the first one more cartoon like and less doom and gloom uh the game is being developed by double stallion games and we'll start the legend echo in it uh we also get to see ori and will of the wisps in this as well and just got a trailer. date <laughs> yeah just another trailer just, just another trailer, baby. Uh, Sons of the Forest, we also got to see, which is a sequel to the survival game The Forest. We got to see a game called Weird West, which is had a really cool graphic design logo on it. Honestly, it looked awesome. Um, the new studio, Wolfeye, which is made up of uh, former heads of Arcane, revealed their new game, Weird West. Uh, and it looks to be a top-down Western of some sort. 
then Magic uh, showed off Legends, which is their MMO. And we knew a Magic MMO was coming, uh, but now we have the name, uh, Magic Legends, obviously. And the game is being developed by Cryptic Studios, the company behind Neverwinter, Star Trek Online, and City of Heroes. As usual, this served as a teaser and did not give much info. There was um, a lot of that. Stuff is just kind of being but thrown at you. There's a yeah. lot of teasers and stuff, but there, I mean, there was cool teasers for sure. Yeah. Then we had the Apex Legends Hollow Day Bash get shown off, which is a very weird, awkward announcement of the Apex Legends Holiday event, um, which involved Jeff Keighley and uh, Mirage just I hated aw- it so awkwardly much. <laughs> talking to each other. Uh, they introduced a new game mode uh, that is a 3v3v3 capture mode that makes players work to capture and hold the train. Uh, of course, there are holiday cosmetics being added as well. And the skins for that were good. They were actually very good skins. And one thing I did want to say, as much as I hated how awkward that was, it was kind of cool because they actually had the dude uh, that plays Mirage, the voice actor, next door and suited up. And he was actually doing all that stuff live, all the capture animations and stuff. So that was kind of neat. But, yeah, it was super weird and cringy. Super, super weird. Uh, Then you have the Elder Scrolls Online announcement. Uh, The next expansion for Elder Scrolls Online has been revealed, and it looks like we are going to be going back to Skyrim in January. Who thunk it that they would have tried to milk they Skyrim didn't know even what else, more? They didn't know what else to put Skyrim into, so they put Skyrim into another Elder Scrolls game. It's so... It's, Absolutely it's ridiculous. incredible. Um, uh, then we saw a quick little peek of Path of the Warrior, which is a throwback street combat game, but in VR. Not a big fan of it. Um, Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance got shown off. Um, coolest thing about this... I mean, the game looks cool. Like, Well... It is a cinematic, but the cinematic was done in a cool way where it looked like a selfie stick with like a GoPro taking video of D&D uh, uh, archetypes fighting, um, which is pretty neat. Uh, they do that for like sports videos a lot. There's like a Gatorade commercial right now that kind of does yeah. that. But um, <laughs> not sure if this is what the game will actually look like, but it was certainly eye-catching and uh, definitely has piqued my interest, and I want to see what is coming next for it. Um, then we saw... A game called 9 to 5, which is going to be a 3v3 tactical shooter that will be entering in Alpha in 2020. And this is the first project we've seen from Red Hill Games, which is a studio formed by old Remedy uh, boss or bosses. Um, it's going to be uh, interesting to see what it, I mean, fully is. The trailer was kind of confusing. Yeah. I thought it was, um, God, how can I forget this game right now, the big Ubisoft shooter. Oh, Siege? Yeah, Siege. Yeah. I thought it was like a like a Siege DLC That's what expansion. it did kind of look like at first. Yeah, so whatever. It started off with like a weird cartoon like animation, and then the guy shoots the TV and, and almost cusses, but of course doesn't cuss. But it was like a uh, – it was weird. It was um, – I didn't know what it was until I looked it up. I had to look it up, so – I don't know if that's good marketing or bad marketing, but if I wasn't doing this podcast, I wouldn't have looked it up. So probably not great marketing. Uh, Then we got uh, Naraka Blade Point, which is a multiplayer melee action game. Uh, Not much is known from the trailer, but it appears that it may work similarly uh, to a For Honor in a way, but with a drastically different control system. And also, it seemed to have a hint of a lot more, like, ability to hide. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, the whole, like, premise at the start is just trying to find your enemy. Where For Honor, yes, there's still that, but the maps are so yeah. small that it's not, I mean, you know. Right. Um, then you had uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which is yet another trailer for the long-awaited game. 
So trailers on trailers on trailers. Uh, then we had another quick one uh, show, which was New World. Uh, at, oh my gosh. Adernum Awaits, uh, which is a new MMO that is trying to get some of that MMO money coming in May 2020 from Amazon Games, which it looks really good. And yeah. uh, Amazon Games. Let's see what they got. Might we'll be see scary what they to got. see what goes down. Uh, Surgeon Simulator 2 was shown off uh, which with a very weird trailer. Um, and a trailer for the upcoming sequel of the Absurd Simulator game was shown there. Um, the Wolf it Among looked Us- like that game was like anything but actually being a surgeon. <laughs> yeah, bizarre. I thought it was like... I've never a, played the first one, but... I thought it was like a like a puzzle game to like get mm-hmm. out of like a massive like hospital clinic or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then we saw a... Uh, trailer for Sir, or sorry, for The Wolf Among Us 2. Um, so Telltale is back despite all the issues in the past. Uh, hardly anything is known about the game so far other than that would be a direct sequel to the first game. And they had Telltale just plastered oh, yeah. all over the logo. <laughs> like it's yeah. literally Which, in the two. Yeah, this and Telltale at this point is, I mean, it's a shell of what it was. But yeah. there are still some of the original people from Telltale, so... I expect yep. that they can still write a good story to uh, to continue this series. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got an interesting one that kind of piqued our interest a little bit, at least for me. Uh, Gears Tactics was shown, which is an XCOM-style Gears experience that lets you fully customize your character. Um, and that uh, releases April 28th, 2020, and obviously also on Game Pass. Um, this is cool. Very so, cool. yeah, I mean, it looked awesome. It looked fantastic. Let's see what it can do from Halo Wars. Let's hope that that's not a big carryover to it, but we'll have to yeah. see. Um, and then finally, oh, God. Um, <laughs> Fast and Furious Crossroads was announced, and uh, it was the game that no one was asking for. No one was expecting. And everyone hoped that it didn't exist. Um, this is very odd. Basically, I'm stretching for this one because I felt like it was so awkward. Um, this one was super <laughs> odd. Um, Outcomes the what's? Do we know the actor's name? That girl? Oh, um, I'll look it up. It's not important. Yeah. <laughs> the girl from Damn. Fast and Furious came out uh, and talked about uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads as a game um, that's coming to Steam. Uh, and it's being developed by Slightly Mad Studios and published by uh, Bandai Namco. And uh, and then someone joined her and uh, ultimately ruined the night. And that was Vin Diesel. Um, because uh, Vin Diesel uh, is uh, awkward as all could be at a Game Awards show. And they're just, I mean, it, it was like... It was like all the nerds were at the pic- were, were at the picnic table or the cafeteria table, and then the high school jock decided to come over and sit down and talk video games for a bit, and all he talks about is Mario. And you kind of just go, "Cool, dude! Like, thanks." But to be fair, the guy actually is has been known to play World of Warcraft and Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, like, he is yeah. a nerd, but he did feel very out of place. Um, it was it, didn't it feel was right. very bizarre, and on top of that, it was very it paid was, for. Oh yeah, absolutely. But the, I think the worst thing about it was this game looks terrible. It looks like a PlayStation Three game. It looks oh very, very God. bad. Um, and you can't and, really tell what it was. Is it a giant open RPG? Is it a? Is it a just a racing game? Bare bones. It looked like a racing game. I mean, it, not like I, a Forza though, like Horizons, no, right? 
No, no, no. This okay. was certainly like a, a Fast and Furious. I mean, there was like wrecking balls coming through, and like, <laughs> it's a it's a thing that could probably make for a pretty fun game in like a stuntman style version game. You know, not not whatever this is. Um, I mean, if somebody wanted to have fun with that kind of idea, they really could, and I think it would make for a fun game. Um, but this this is not great. You know, what's and upsetting? I don't. But what? It's still going to make a buttload of money because those movies oh, sure. are terrible and they make so much money for Universal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm I'm seeing a lot of rumor on the internet. Again, it's all hearsay and theories and yada yada. But um, supposedly, Alex, Half-Life Alex, was supposed to be at the show. And Jeff Keighley did tweet about that, but it sounded like Steam may have bounced out of it at some point i bet half-life was supposed to be the closing to the show and it wasn't supposed to be fast and furious and i think it was a scramble to put something together and so they saw the big names of vin diesel and the fast and furious franchise and i can't think of the <gasps> lady's lady's last name but or first name but i think it's something rodriguez um <laughs> great no Let me uh, narrow uh, it down <laughs> right i i can't find it it literally is not coming up unfortunately <laughs> Which is great. Um, <laughs> but I, I think they were just trying to get some big names on the stage to announce the final award. And Michelle Rodriguez. There it is. Um, so, yeah, it was something. A whole lot of something. Um, I, I wish that Half-Life would have been there because I think that would have been a much better closing. And we really talked about this uh, at the end of our stream yesterday. But... Uh, this could use some pacing um, help. It was it was a mess. Uh, there was a lot of times that they would show off um, some of these ads and stuff, and it felt like you were watching a commercial. I mean, it was just straight up like a Nintendo sizzle reel like commercial that they do, and they showed the same one like three different times. Um, I think the Xbox announcement should have been at the end or somewhere in the middle to keep hype going rather than at the beginning because it's everything seemed kind of lackluster after that i mean every everybody's still kind of thinking about you know xbox and uh some of the games i mean i'm very interested in some of the games but i feel like um it it needed to be spaced out a little differently and and change up the order of how things were announced and and make sure that there's constant excitement throughout it because by the end of it i mean we just didn't give a shit anymore (laughs) our caring was our was pretty much out the window i mean uh and then of course to close it out with Fast and Furious, a very, very bad PlayStation 3-looking game. Uh, not not a fan. Wasn't a fan of that. So, uh, But overall, I would say uh, there, there were some very good things in there. I think Sunaz, or Suna, Sinuaz, sorry, however you say it, uh, Saga, I think that looked really, really great. And like I said, it's driving me to go back and play the, old, or the first game. Uh, I think Godfall looks awesome. Really excited for that one. Uh, going down through the list here. Um, I was excited for the League's League of Legends stories. I think those are going to be really cool. Uh, particularly the first one that they announced, uh, Ruined King. I think that one ha- kind of has that doom and gloom look to it, and I think it'll be pulled off very well. Um, the Magic Legends MMO. I'm all for MMOs. I love MMOs. So that one has my name written all over it. Um, 
looks like uh, New World looked really, really good. I'm excited to see what Amazon can do with that and if it will actually turn out as as well as you know the trailers and stuff look. Uh, obviously, it'll be different because those were cinematic, but uh, it, it the style and everything, if that's there, I think it will be uh, well-received. And Gears Tactics was also one I was extremely excited about. I think that looks really, really cool. It's cool you get to dis- design your own cog for once, not something you've gotten to do in a Gears game up until now. Uh, and then clearly, I mean, I'm extremely excited about uh, the Xbox Series X, uh-huh. even though it really didn't tell us a whole lot, but uh, Hellblade kind of gave us an example of what things can look like on that console, and it looks like this next generation is going to be pretty damn wild. There's going to be some just amazing graphics that blow people away. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mind that it looks like a little weird cut-in-half PC. That's fine. One thing um, before we before we wrap up that we didn't mention, um, Fortnite event on Saturday. Oh, right. You um, can uh, oh, watch yeah, a trailer yeah. to get a, uh, like a TIE fighter. TIE um, whisper glider. Oh, TIE whisper um, glider. F- everyone gets one for free. Jeff You Keeley's. do have to watch the video for it, but there is a new Star Wars event going yeah. on this weekend that they were very hush-hush about. They didn't yeah. say a whole lot about it. And, and there's new characters available. Yeah, and Jeff Keeley is interviewing J.J. Abrams before the trailer goes live. Yeah. On, like, through Fortnite, which would be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the last part of it uh, for me before wrap-up, I guess, is uh, the... Uh, Reggie's speech was fantastic. It was, it was definitely yeah. it's definitely on the nose uh, towards um, people claiming that video games are violent and using them as a fucking shield against other bullshit, mm-hmm. um, or you know just putting the fucking work in to fix something. Um, and uh, it was good, nice to see him do that and come out yeah. of retirement and talk about that. Um, all right, cool. Did we we didn't miss anything else, did we? There's a lot. No, I. I pretty sure i got everything else there but i think overall this was a pretty decent game awards there was like i said there's pacing issues and there's some other weird things going on here but i think last year's was better personally um even though the i mean they didn't announce a console last year but um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, i i think overall the pacing just kind of ruined it for me this year it was just it was it was odd something felt off i don't know exactly i can't place my finger exactly on what it was but Something wasn't quite right. There was too much shit, and they even though it lasted two and a half hours, here's my theory, or it was almost three hours, here's my theory, mm-hmm. so much shit that it just felt like a talent show where the kid gets off the stage, and then they literally have to push the other fucking person out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, when, when you have an award show, and you're, you're, you list off like four awards in two minutes, and they're winners, on the, and you're just standing there with a mic saying it, right? Right before you get a commercial. Yeah. How valuable is the fucking award? Right. It feels too crammed. <laughs> it feels like I could get a game award, like tomorrow. <laughs> to an extent, I I get it because they do want to leave room for the advertisements and the trailers because that's how they get the money to put on these shows as well. But yeah, uh, yeah, they they really really hurry through some of the awards, and either you got to start eliminating some awards or uh, slowing down and getting rid of some of the ads and trailers and stuff. So. Cool. All right, guys. Well, today's podcast was brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash diggity. Get access to a ton of titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. Uh, and head over to patreon.com slash diggitypodcast if you want to become a patron over there. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at diggitypodcast. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Search for Diggity Gaming or just diggity. You'll find us. Uh, you can find me on Xbox One. My gamertag is 
Maple Jeff. I'll have to say Xbox Series X in about a year. <laughs> uh, mine is Luscious Brody on Xbox and Wolverine's cousin at PlayStation. Guys, leave us a review, whether it's a comment on one of our YouTube videos or an actual review on our iTunes page, Spotify page, or Google Podcast page. It helps us a ton. All of these platforms, the way that they push content, the struggle and the grind of content as a new new YouTuber, new podcaster is basically based on reviews and engagement and input on stuff. So thank you to those who have done that in the past. And if you haven't, if you could take some time, write a quick review, that'd be awesome because we also like to learn about our content and how we can make it better. Until next time, guys, we will see you for the Wednesday show. Uh, I'm just going to do housekeeping comment here just so people know. Mm -hmm. So, And I'll just repeat it for the next two episodes too. But the week of Christmas, pre-recorded episodes, but there will not be quote-unquote up-to-date, up-to-the-minute news shows right. like we do on uh, normal occasions. So just as a heads-up, if you're like, why are these guys doing topics during Christmas? <laughs> we're not there. <laughs> we're seeing our family. <laughs> yeah, we're seeing our families, dude. Uh, and until next time, guys, we'll see ya. See ya.